0: Hi everyone, Lucy Kippest here. I'm the editor of Flying Solo and this episode of our podcast is brought to you by Flying Solo's brand new business class membership. It's your annual pass to great deals, discounts, tips and wisdom for building the business of your dreams. Plus, you get the opportunity to be a guest on this podcast, all for just $165. Head to our website for details. Today's guest is Jules Brooke. She's a PR expert and the founder of Handle Your Own PR. Based in Melbourne, Jules is on a mission to make PR accessible to everyone. Welcome to the Flying Solo podcast, Jules. Or welcome thank back. You so
1: much, <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me, Lucy. I'm very excited to be here.
0: It's a pleasure. Now, you are someone who I find very inspiring. You have a lot of energy in your business and, and what you give out to the community as well, the small business community. Oh, thank you. I'm really interested in talking to you because as we are talking today, we're right bang in the middle of COVID um, yes. and I'm interested to know, as your whole pitch really is that small business owners should actually be tackling their own PR, mm-hmm. you mentioned to me the other day that now is it's more important than ever that we yep. take the reins on this. Mm-hmm. First question, why is that?
1: Right. So the first reason is that because of COVID, lots of companies are um, kind of ducking their heads and saying, well, you know, I don't want to say anything in the media yet, especially the big companies, because they don't really know how this is going to pan out. Mm -hmm. So my experience has been that what's happening now is that more people than ever are watching TV, radio and um, reading magazines and newspapers and online online and yet they're getting less and less stories than they've ever had, because there's there, a lot of the PR companies have either closed their doors or have less clients because mm-hmm. clients have peeled off. Um, and the people that are out there are sort of going, oh, now's not really the time to be doing it. So if you pitch a small idea for something now, they're turning into massive stories. And I'll give you an example, and it's a really weird one because it's not really my area of specialty, but a journalist that I know rang me and said, Jules, I know you do lots of Zoom calls online. And he said, I know, um, he he had done a Twitter post saying, God, I'm obsessed with people's backgrounds, can't really look at the person, want to look at the background. And he (laughs) said, would you do some comments about the backgrounds? And I said, sure, but obviously, I'm not an expert in this. So, I did a little short two-minute interview with him, you know, was a bit silly, really, thought I'd be one of 10 people. And it ended up, And I reckon that's an article that probably would have been about the size of a packet of cigarettes normally in the newspaper. (laughs) And it was two-thirds of a page in the Age and the Sydney Morning Herald.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And 3AW rang me up and I ended up getting picked up by them as well. And I'm hearing this time and time again. I've got one woman that has been doing her own PR for about a year or so now, and she has gone really aggressively um, out through COVID because it is the perfect time now to be really positioning yourself as an expert because people are looking to go, okay, we've fired our agency or, we, you know, we've lost whatever. We're looking for new people, new staff, new businesses, people that can help us. Mm. Um, anyway, so she has been aggressively doing articles. And she just posted yesterday on my group to say that she wrote one article about how COVID is affecting retail. Yesterday was the ninth time that article got published. Wow! She has had everything from the front of marketing magazine through to... All sorts of industry media that have all published it. So, And again, it's because they don't have enough. They need more. People need to be sending them stuff.
0: Yes, and it's an excellent point because, I mean, we've noticed this too on Flying Solo that our, you know, our page views are bigger and our social media engagement is bigger and you don't have to be a genius to work out why that is. It's because we are all at home. We're we're not going anywhere and we need a lot more entertainment. And I think our bandwidth for information is even bigger than it normally is because that's the only way we're getting any stimulation, any contact with the outside world. So stories that might not necessarily have been that interesting in normal inverted commas times are now particularly interesting. And I think also to your point about the story that you did quickly for them, it's also because we're fascinated by how other people are coping at the moment. Yes, and I think we are. When you're running a business that's even more so because we know at the flying in the flying solar community we are you know, we've been heavily impacted by the economic changes with COVID. But also the most interesting conversations are coming out in terms of how people are adapting, how people have decided to throw in the towel and look for a job or reverse. Like suddenly they've gone, now is the time for my little side hustle that I've been nurturing on the side. Suddenly got some time to do something about it. Um,
1: I I also feel like there are people who prior to COVID and the lockdown were like, I'm not interested in Zoom. I'm, I'm not interested in social media you know, that's not my bag. Mm -hmm. Uh, For whatever reason, they've been a bit technophobic. And they are now going, well, if the only way I can see people and talk to people is via Zoom. So people like my parents, and I'm sure most people listening, have got parents who are now online and doing Zoom calls and FaceTime and uh, going online and looking at things, exploring social media, things that they had never done before. So I do think there's a bigger audience than ever as well.
0: So, that's that's so true. Actually, I had a, yeah. a great conversation last week with um, a woman who runs a pretty thriving business in the wheat belt of Western Australia. So, you couldn't get much more remote than where she is. And she was saying, you know, she's been inundated with people asking her how she's done it over the years because suddenly they do want to get on social media. Suddenly they yeah. do want an online presence for their business. And she's had all exactly. that experience being so remote. So, yeah, it is a fascinating time. So Yeah,
1: I... I yeah, go no, no, you go. You go. No, 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 I was just going to say, I was going to back up your story and say there's a woman that I spoke to last week who's an artist who has never done anything really online, like literally nothing. And she decided she'd put a, a virtual um, art gallery basically up at the beginning of COVID. And it, she was like, You could have knocked me over with a feather. A thousand people came and looked at it in the first week.
0: Oh, wow. So, isn't that great? yeah so it's kind
1: of people are going into areas they wouldn't normally go into as well
0: which is what i wanted to talk to you about so if we've established that yes okay it's a really good time to get our pr muscle working does the messaging that we're giving out need to change given what's going on should we be speaking directly about our business in relation to COVID?
1: well look that as you have just said everyone is interested in knowing how people are coping so one of the strategies you could do is this is how I've coped. Another one that's working really well is let me tell you how to, how to cope coming out of this. So depending on what your service is um, you could or your, or your business is, you could also be saying, you know, you need to be prepared for when you come out of this and let me help you. Um, but I think you, I, look, I think that the media had an absolutely ravenous appetite for COVID at the beginning. I feel like now it's shifting slightly and they're all going, we're a bit bored with COVID because we all know we've read almost everything with COVID (laughs) for for weeks. Every possible Um, angle, yes. Yeah, so I think people are now, I mean, if, if COVID has had an effect on your business and you can talk about it, then that is obviously of interest. But I think people are also looking for what should I do when I come out? And one of the things I'm doing is assuming that there are people out there who are going, you know, either I want to learn a new skill or I'm going to start that business I've been thinking about um, and I'm going to start it as a side hustle and and get moving on it now because I might not be able to get a job when I come out as well. Mm. So there is loads and loads of opportunities to put all sorts of content out there at the moment, I think.
0: And what about um, the pieces that I'm finding really interesting to read are how people are coping emotionally with this time and yes. it had me thinking, you know, stress levels are very high, particularly in our small business community with all the uncertainty. Yeah. What do you think about, you know, pitching that kind of angle? Like, I'm super stressed and this is how... Look, I do, like, uh,
1: the media would love that angle. And you look, you're the media, you know. People love reading stories about vulnerability and that kind of thing. So it just depends what your appetite is for inquisitiveness in, in that space, I guess. So some people are going to be very happy to say, you know, my life has been turned upside down. My business has just been, um, you know, decimated for now. And, and therefore I've been really stressed and this is how I've coped with it. Mm. Um, but I do also think that some people don't like to... So if you're trying to position yourself as a leader, mm. it's very hard to show that kind of vulnerability because people don't want to say... Actually, my business has bottomed out. So what you can do in that instance, I think, is um, I would do a little flavour of it and then talk about how you've turned it around. Even if you haven't turned it around, because remember, PR is all smoke and mirrors to an extent <laughs> and spin. <laughs> so you don't, you can say, you know, I've got twice as many customers. They don't know that that's now two instead of one. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so there are ways that you can spin it to not sound... Um, like your business is going to go over under because there's a fine line and and a lot of people, I mean, I have it myself as well. I think, do I really want to tell everyone that that happened to me? And when it's so raw, Mm -hmm. sometimes you want to just put that off and say in six months, I'm going to talk about what happened to me. But right now I'm going to talk about my expertise or what I've learned or some stuff that's maybe a little bit more positive. So it really just depends. Some people are more than happy to share everything. Other people aren't. But in terms of if you are prepared to share, Absolutely, I would say go for it. The media would love it.
0: Mm. And one story that um, I found quite interesting, someone pitched me the other day was, you know, everybody's talking about pivoting, but this is why I'm absolutely not. Like this is why I am sticking to everything that I know um yeah i thought that was great i mean you don't
1: you yeah, know it is because pivoting has a bit been a bit overused it was very exciting you know three weeks or six weeks ago whenever this started mm. Um. nowadays i think people are kind of going yeah pivot can you think of another word <laughs>
0: yeah yes um and that's no offense to anyone who is pivoting successfully cause no i, have, I do I've know pivoted. that there. Are, yeah yeah um we've all had
1: to pivot in some way i we think we
0: all have yes um Also, in terms of we know that because we know people are online a lot more, I've noticed that our video watchers have gone up and our podcast listens have gone up, which is fantastic. I'm I'm wondering if you hadn't touched video before or if you hadn't tried your hand at a podcast yet, what do you think about that in terms of pushing your your business brand out there doing that is now a good idea to jump into those streams if you hadn't before. oh my
1: goodness yes 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 yeah I've been um coaching quite a few people I've got one woman who runs crafting events across Victoria paper crafting which you wouldn't think would have a huge audience but she has over 5,000 people that go to these events every year Wow. and she has just been, she was devastated and then I said well why don't you get on YouTube and start doing videos that you can then push out to your people so she started she was so nervous it was really funny to watch the first time she obviously had it written down somewhere near the camera and her eyes would slide over and she was reading it the whole time but you've got to persevere and the thing is don't think oh my goodness i can't do it i'm terrible because you become good at it really really quickly and Mm -hmm. so now when i look at her she's like oh hi and here's michelle and welcome to picture page and beyond and she's off and running But I would say you're right, there are more people now on all the social sites as well. So if you can do YouTube or podcasts, now is exactly the time to do it. I'm starting my own podcast like next week and I just put it out in a social post and I've had about 50 people go, great. So, you know, there is a big appetite for it. And I actually feel like when we come out of this, this has shifted. I think it will have shifted a lot of people permanently, not always doing... um, you know, not always being online in terms of meetings, but I do think there's going to be a much bigger prevalence. I think people are going to watch YouTube more. People that have discovered social media will be on there more. Um, And YouTube, you know, YouTube's on every smart TV. My kids only watch YouTube. If they want to find something, Mm. they go to YouTube, not Google. So absolutely, we should all be all over YouTube.
0: And there's also some really great um, social media features that have been launched in response to all of this too I mean I did a story just yesterday on some fabulous Instagram you know stickers and buttons you can use now to support oh, small yeah. businesses and I've noticed that you know that Facebook interface with the, the video chat is so much easier now um, and so and then same with Instagram someone was telling me that you can interview someone on Instagram you can get them on the camera from where they are and you on the camera where you are and it kind of splices the screen. So you're both there having a little chat, something that I'm going to be trying um, on Flying Solo soon as well. So I think you know, the technology is adapting just as fast.
1: Um, That's right, that's right. I I totally agree. And I think that there are also new apps popping up and old apps that we didn't think of that are now really good. Um, But certainly social media with Instagram TV and LinkedIn Live and Facebook Live is a really good place to start and also I kind of think like if you're nervous about TV my rule is, that I do for myself anyway is I go you know what it's actually not about me it's about the audience so I'll do it and then I just don't watch it afterwards
0: <laughs> mm, that's a good one it's
1: so Cause hard then you don't have yourself. to look at that's yeah. right you don't have to look at how unbearable it was and you just <laughs> move on and you do it a few times And you relax. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's excellent advice. And that's where I wanted to finish. I wondered if you had any other little tips like that. I mean, uh, one of the questions I was thinking about is, is there ever a subject we just shouldn't touch? Or is it more about how you...
1: No, no, not really, because I, I actually have a woman who's got a sex toys business that I work with. And I remember at the beginning, I thought, God, where do you even go with sex toys? Like, I was really <laughs> nervous. And then we I run these events with journalists. So we asked the journalists and the journalists were like, we love it. Oh, my God, it's brilliant. Hmm. She actually um, does them for people who are, who are retired and older or um, disabled. So there was an angle to it. But she got, I think it was front page or page two of the Sydney Morning Herald and the age when she launched it. So uh, that just goes to show, I don't think there's anything really that's taboo. It just depends how you approach it.
0: Mm -hmm. And in terms of, um, I suppose, making a plan now, so if someone's listening to this now and they're like, right, I'm going to get my own PR program started, is there sort of like three things that we should focus on to get ourselves up into the game?
1: So in order to do a really effective PR campaign, you must have great photography That to me is super important because journalists are telling me that if the photo is really good, they'll make the story work. Because if you think about it, every single image, every single article that you ever read has got a photo that goes with it. And if you don't give it to them, they've got to go and find it. And they hate doing that. So that's my first tip. Photography, make sure your website is up and running and ready to, you know, be scrutinised because any PR you do, they will only send people to your website and then it's your job to convert them from there. Uh, Photography, website, those are probably the two main things. And then coming up with a newsworthy angle, which is basically counterintuitively, even though you want to promote your business, don't think about your business, think about how you can help people and do something, an article or an interview around how you can help people and the Mm. benefits it will do to them. And then the media will pick it up. Because Mm. people are always very tempted to go, here's my business. This is what I do. Isn't it amazing? And this is how I help people. But you put how I help people, you only put your business right in the very bottom paragraph. So basically, it needs to be all about the audience, all about how you can help them or what your product will do, or whatever. And then at the very bottom, if you want more information, go to www.whatever.
0: Awesome. Fantastic. Jules, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on and sharing your energy and your ideas with us. Uh, tell us where the best place to find you is. Your website? Okay, so
1: yep. Yes, handleyourownpr.com.au. And I did pivot, and I have brought my PR accelerator, which is where you get to spend time with journalists, and I brought it all online. So it's now very affordable and uh, you can spend a day with journalists and three months with me mentoring you for you know under a couple of grand which i reckon is pretty good
0: fantastic thank you so much and um, best of luck as we keep navigating this crazy time
1: that we're all living in thank you very much for having me it was just brilliant to be here thanks lucy